I'm Patty. And I'm Gina. And we're Imperfect Sisters. Mothers. Daughters. Wives. <clears throat> Ex-wives. Blah, 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 blah. And we're co-authors of the Imperfect Parenting book, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. And this is our podcast. Welcome to Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, The Imperfection Connection. Who would have thought we are doing our second podcast within a week? I Do you think, believe it? Do you believe it? I think we Us. are amazing. We truly are. I just, I can't tell you how excited I am to be back in the podcast studio. But I have to say, ooh, I don't want to make this podcast about me, but everything's always about me. But I have to tell you, I had an awakening after our last podcast. What was that? Well, I listened to myself. And Patty, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like what I heard. You didn't like what you were saying? No, it's not that. It's just that, I don't know, I have this, I picked up some imperfections. You know, really? Yes, I know. Who would have thought of that? Yes. But one of them was, and you know, my older daughter, your niece, Katie, who's now... I've, tw- I've met her. Yes, yes. She's 24 years old, and she was diagnosed with autism, but also as accompanying her autism is ADHD. And, I, and quite honestly, I think that's her biggest struggle is her ADHD mm-hmm. and her focus. She is always telling me when I tell a story, Mom complete the thought. (laughs) Think of how funny that is when your kid with ADHD is telling you to complete the thought. Now, I was never diagnosed with ADHD. I would suspect that I probably have some form of environmental ADHD because Mm -hmm. I'm so distracted by everything that's going on in the world. I mean, think about it. I think that's common. Well, if you just even look at our society, you know, you're watching TV and then there's the stock market ticker on the bottom, the scores. I go to pump gas. Now, I have to say. Oh, gas TV? Gas TV. Really? Okay, but what do you got to do? You got to watch like, and all gas TV is like selling hot dogs and commercials. Seriously, like, are you ever going to watch a movie at the gas pump? No, I don't I mean, think even so. if you have a Suburban, I don't think you're there that <laughs> long that you're going to be watching TV yeah, at the that, gas I, pump. I don't know who thought up that, yeah, that one. Oh, ridiculous. But, you know, I think I probably have some form. And I also think I have a lot going on, not just as podcasts. Right. Because that's we've a done big part of it. Like five in the past five years. But no, I just got so much going on. And let's talk about what I've got going on. So what would be helpful for you, perhaps if we employed the grounds crew, like at the airport? Like, would we would it be Direct helpful me? for you if we had people with vests, fluorescent vests, waving the, the you know. Finish the, the thought. So what, yes. I, what I probably haven't explained to the podcast people, but I'm sure those, the 22 of them who have listened. Yes, that's right. You heard that. We are now up to 22. And not all of them are imaginary friends. I think I only have like six imaginary friends. How many of you got on there? Oh, a few. Yeah, well, anyway, so I'm listening and I'm like, I start these sentences. I just did it. I start these sentences and I never finish them. My nickname should be Cliff because I'm a cliffhanger. Yeah, right? and yet you're an excellent writer. Well, I don't know about that. I'm very good at writing checks, uh, which, by the way, we talked about last week is a thing of the past. But I just realized that, you know, I need to focus more now. I was thinking the other day, we have your dog, Petey, in the studio. He, you might, our pod people might even hear him. Like he's kind I of, don't know where he is right now. If you hear panting, that's not Patty. No. That's, anyway. So, Petey has a training collar, mm-hmm. correct? That is correct. What is it called? A correction collar. A correction collar. Right, it gives him a, just a light, light little, sh- no, I don't want to say shot. I'm, I'm told get, it, it, it's the equivalent of a, a little tap. On the, on the shoulder. A like. tap on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, here's my theory. Petey seems to be doing really good. I mean, he has not been, like, what, three days? No, just <laughs> Yes. Petey's doing great. 
So since Petey's doing so well, I was thinking that maybe yeah. I could borrow the collar. And if I start to go off topic or leave a thought, a stray thought, sort of, my thoughts are sort of like dangling out at the air. Sure. Then okay. you could just give me a little. That might be fun for me. Yes. That might be actually, fun. That actually, that be more me. fun for Mike. That reminds me. Years ago, I had a neighbor, and I won't identify who the neighbor was, but she used to come over a lot and stay a long time. And I joked, because back then, you know, you had the invisible fence and all that. Mm -hmm. I joked that I was going to buy her a necklace. That she would perceive it. It was a very, very nice thought. And, but every time she crossed the property line to come <laughs> over my house, I would zap her. <laughs> Gentle tap on the shoulder. Gentle tap. Anyway, so that's one of the things. So I am really going to work on that. I'm going to finish my thoughts. Okay, I have a thought. Yes. Where's Mike? It. Where's Mike? Who's been clamoring to get on the podcast? My husband, yeah. Well, he says, this is interesting about him. He says he really wants to be on the podcast. And you and I were softening to the idea. We're like, oh, he's funny. Yeah. He's, we could tolerate him for yeah, an hour. Yeah, and you know, it's okay. It probably is good for the marriage for us to be involved in Yeah, the, the three of us for oh. our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's not too weird. <laughs> So anyway, I said to him, I'm going over to do the podcast tonight, and are you going to come? No, I'm too tired. And, and I asked him today, too, so he didn't think it was just coming from you. I said, Mike, we're doing the podcast tonight. Are you coming over? And he said, smiled and said, maybe I'll be there. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm questioning his commitment. I, I just think that he wants us to beg him. Either that or he's working with the competition, Be Quiet Industries. Uh, or you know, he could be waiting until we get our numbers up. Yeah. You know, maybe we hit 25. maybe 25. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's missing a tremendous opportunity. I mean, even if no one listens to you, well, maybe it's because I can't complete the thought. Maybe I said, hey, Mike, do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ice cream. No, <laughs> oh, no, we can't because that's not Whole30 compliant. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, whatever the reason. But I, I sometimes I love doing the podcast just so I can get the hell out of the house. And I'm mm -hmm. not just joking about that. It's hard. I've got everybody living at home. And what makes it really hard is my kids are adults. And they're doing very well. And that's one of the things that I worried so much about when they were younger and they were diagnosed. My younger daughter has some learning challenges as well. And we had a very difficult time when they were younger and I was constantly worrying about the future and now I'm in that stage with them where they're, they're adults and they're working and they're doing well but they're driving me crazy Patty. Do you remember do you remember uh, our mom saying to us years ago would one of you please move out and get married so I can have more <laughs> closet space? <laughs> It's just as simple. I think we were like, 13. No. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, right. No, I, th I just think, you know, I love having them, you know, and it's sad because once they leave, they're probably going to leave, but for good. But they're at that age also where you have to remember what we did at that age. So my younger daughter, who is 20, she goes out. She's a very good kid, but she's coming home and she'll tell me her friends mm -hmm. live far away. You know, I'm not going to be home probably till one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And mm -hmm. so what did mom always said about like after midnight, nothing good happened. After Correct. Midnight, right. That still holds so true to this day. So even when she tells me that I should go to sleep, but I can't. No, of course not. And, and then it's ingrained I, in you. You're supposed to worry. And while we're on the subject of sleep, I've got her sister who I think, you know, we, she did the ancestry.com 
but I want to know if someone from Rip Van Winkle's family <laughs> is, is connected to her because the girl slept. I mean, she's been working. She's got a great internship and she works all week, which wipes her out. Yesterday, she slept six hours during the day. Oh, my God. That's after waking at like 10. And I'm like, wow. she didn't even know what the weather was like. Of course, in our advanced age, we think, that's a gift. No, I know, I know. But I just I just don't get it. It's, it's who sleeps that long? I, I, just, I should just try I to. I wish I could. I should just try to exploit her and like, get some Guinness Book. Do they still have the Guinness Book of World Records? Like, that's a great question. That? I remember that was? Like, mm-hmm. Remember the Brady Bunch? Didn't one of them try to hang on a swing for like... <laughs> That was like a big thing when we were kids. Oh, the Guinness Book Maybe of World Records. Maybe I'll enter the Guinness Book of World Records for the person who is uh, does not complete a thought for the longest time. I, I wonder if it's been done before. I'm just thinking. You, you could I'm have created saying, a whole new category. But I don't want to kick them out, but I am trying to encourage them. I mean, I'm probably the only person who plays the lottery and said, please, God, let me win the lottery just so I can get them a place of their own. <laughs> And then I see, like, just something as simple as, like, their mail. You know, one of them, her car was due for an inspection, not getting it. The other one, like, she, her registration needs to be renewed. And I tell them, and I keep telling them, but I keep seeing that registration there, Patty. And I see it, and it's, it's just oh, eating yeah. away at yeah. me, Patty. Well, I think that's what's hard when they become adults is there's things that you can say, but then there's things that they have to learn on their own. And oh. that's not, you have to bite your tongue sometimes. And that's not easy. No, no. Then they, the other thing is they want to bring their friends over. And our house, since we moved to, you know, to our current house, we don't have the space we had before. Mm-hmm. So it's like people are over and it's like there's no privacy. There's right. just everybody there. And I, you've seen what I look like during the day, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to comb my hair. Who needs that kind right, of pressure? Right. Yeah. You know, and wear a bra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gene, it's not that kind of podcast. My Katie and I were talking the other day, and I said, oh, you know, after a long day of work, when you just want to take off your bra, and Mike said, I know I have the same. (laughs) (laughs) A man's ear. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but, yeah, no, I I, I don't want them to leave, but, you know, if I could slightly, you know, I've tried to encourage them. I mean, I've left, like, newspaper heads for apartments. Um, It got to a point where where my older daughter was looking for jobs. I was going to write the cover letters. Wouldn't that be hysterical? (laughs) Uh, Please, while searching through Indeed.com, I came upon this ad for a, I don't know, customer service representative. I feel that my daughter has the qualifications to come work for you so that she can move out of the house. (laughs) It is. It's a a beautiful thing. Yeah. And then, oh, I don't want to talk about the household stuff, the domestic stuff. But my God, is it that hard to put a toilet paper... A roll on a toilet paper, oh, right. a toilet paper on a roll. It's not like I buy the old toilet paper holders like we had as kids. You know, the ceramic ones with that mm-hmm. little wooden mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like just a little arm that you take mm-hmm. the toilet paper and put, and they don't do that. <laughs> I took a picture of this one day and I posted it on our Facebook page. They had it sitting on top of the arm. <laughs> <laughs> It they took, need to go back to 101. It took more time to balance that. And then my older daughter, you know, she has some visual spatial issues. So I you know, I know some of the things she doesn't see. But however, she is driving. And if you learn to drive, you should be able to. Mm-hmm. She makes a Does she pasta. stop at crosswalks? 
I hope so. She makes pasta and she cook, she she washes the strainer in the bowls and they have like all sauce and she puts them away. <laughs> I said, you're going to kill us. Yeah. Um, one of the things, though, that I found very interesting is, as you know, as Gina knows, but not all of you out there know that. So my youngest, my son, just recently graduated from college. And he, when we were there for graduation, he introduced us to these lovely girls who lived in the apartment next door. Yeah. And one of them said to me, we just love Mikey. He's so polite. And I said, really? Well, that's, that's, that's nice, nice yeah, to hear. He and she said, and she says, he's always cleaning. She said, he's so <laughs> wait, neat. What? I thought, what, what, wait like, a minute. Are we wait, talking what? about this? That kid right there with the... <laughs> And she said, oh, yeah. She says, he's so neat. Yeah. And I thought, wow. You know, this is a whole side of him that I don't know. Yeah, it's like they're living this double, unlazy life. Mm-hmm. You know, I well, we used to visit Katie at Macy's when she worked there. And her, her manager said to me one day, oh, she is the hardest worker. And I'm like, that girl right there? The little, the little blonde, are you sure? And I even confronted Katie about this. I said, do you act this way? Like, do you have a kitchen at work? Are you, like, poisoning the workforce? Like, you not washed it? She says, oh, no, Mom, I only do that at home. Now, see, I think the home behavior should mirror the life behavior. I'm sorry. No. It's like saying I don't commit crimes at home, but, uh, you know, I mean, I don't commit, I don't know, there's some analogy. I can't finish the thought. <laughs> oh, did you just zap me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but even, even Jules, do you, you remember seeing Jules's room. Was that not a oh. just complete well, pigsty? It's so Jules gets excited now. When she met my vacuum cleaner, where did yeah. you get this? I have to get one. And she just ordered a little car vacuum when she saw mine. Oh, She's obsessed with vacuuming The now. rooms. And mom didn't allow. We shared a room and we weren't very neat. I, no. I'm worse than you. I was definitely worse than you. Oh, most definitely. But mom made us clean that room every Saturday. Yeah. But our kids, we don't make Our room clean. never looked like our no, kids' room did. No, and it's just, it's just, so I just shut the door. But, you know, of course, when we have company... Katie's room is right downstairs, right mm-hmm. near the main floor. That's and of what course, doors are for. In fact, Dad does his laundry. My father that lives with us, he comes up to do his laundry, and he'll say to me, oh, that Katie's room's a pigsty. <laughs> yep. And yep. then, you know, and I make them. This is another thing. Like, friends of mine that have, because I work, I have someone that comes in and cleans. And um, my friends are always like, well, I just shut their door and tell her not to go in there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want that room clean because, Mm -hmm. my God, it's a toxic waste dump. Mm -hmm. Speaking of toxic waste dumps, uh, I want to promote this a little bit. I know, is this a distraction or just a... That's a segue. Okay, good. Not the scooter. No, I know. We've got to get them to sponsor. We do. Anyway... Our friend uh, that we're, we're going to have our first guest on our next podcast. Um, I'm uh, very excited. Yes, our friend Maureen. That we, have to, that we can listen to somebody other than ourselves. Yes, and our friend Maureen is coming to, to record our next podcast. And Maureen has implemented this amazing program in the North Andover, Massachusetts public schools that teaches kids about other kids in elementary schools about disabilities and differences. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, Katie, that's my great. daughter, has come and spoken for us. And I want her to talk a little bit about that. But Maureen has lived this fascinating life. And one of them is, and how I got on this topic, in this tangent, how I went down this road, <laughs> was that Maureen actually lived in a toxic waste dump. She did. We're going to ask her about that. We, so, But I will say, but if Maureen... Maureen's going to be with us next week, then you and I can't hold the title that we're the smartest people in the room. No, definitely. No, no, that's true. Maureen is way smarter than us. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. take much, but mm-hmm. yeah, that would be true. She's probably going to have to dumb herself down just to, to, to be in the room with us. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
so yeah, Katie's room is so messy. So dad comes up and does his laundry and he's always like, how do you let her have that room like that? What are you supposed to do? Well, I could go up in a rent. <laughs> we don't charge a rent. <laughs> I try to collect that money from them. and they're Leave all... a vacuum in there maybe? Yeah, Show her how to plug it in. Well, if they're not vacuum. getting the, but if they're not getting the concept of the toilet paper, no. she's not going to master you know vacuum. It's like, if you watched, I mean, I don't even watch crime shows anymore, but remember when the police used to ransack, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like in the drawers and mm -hmm. the, the drawers were turned over and that's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, I know. My kids had those rooms. That's why I was fascinated to find out that they were neat. Yeah. Well, because I, I saw no evidence of it. I was talking to someone who wanted me to help her market her new, her business, which is organization. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her about myself. I said, you know, my, my drawers are a mess. I, mm -hmm. I will go and clean my closets and say... I, I'm going to get rid of this or, you know, I will arrange things. And then within the course of a few days, it's back mm -hmm. to being messy. Mm -hmm. And mom used to say, if you just took the time. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so this woman was telling me about, I don't even know, you know, I'm not big on the details. I don't get paid for the details. Right, our intern, our make-believe intern <laughs> yeah, does we that. Get our intern. <laughs> but the details. So there's apparently this organization girl, I don't even know her name. I, this woman was telling me about her too. And, and our friend Teresa was telling me about it. Were you supposed to take your clothes, go through your closets and your drawers and take your clothes... <laughs> And see how they make you feel. Like, Fat? Well, if they, like, if it brings, evokes happiness and peace, you keep it or something like that. And if you have no feeling about it, you pitch it. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, okay. I'm not really in love with my clothes. Now, if I did that with my golf clubs, I'd be like, oh, I love my seven iron. That brings <laughs> me joy. But, like, clothes? I don't feel passionate about my clothes. My I like my fun clothes. I like my Patriots. I like my elastic Patriots clothing. Pants. In, my elastic, oh, elastic the pants. The elastic pants. Just such a beautiful invention. It certainly is. You know, it certainly like is. those shorts, they look kind of like they look like maternity shorts. The Calvin they, Klein. Yeah, they cargo look. Cargo shorts. Yes, of course, but then they start to droop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that elastic. Uh, actually, you I You lose weight and it's all over. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. know. I haven't experienced that yet. But anyway, so, yeah, I just don't have any feelings about my clothes and, and whatever. So I, I, I don't know. I probably would be naked because I'm like, no, it does nothing for me. It does nothing for me. But speaking of clothing, when we come back, I think we should take a break. I think, I think we should too. Petey's calling here. us. He's shaking. And when we come back, I think I actually, we're going to share some news stories. I actually want to talk about this clothes thing because I have a fascinating story. I can't wait to hear it. All right, we'll be back. Patty, did you know that 87% of children with Down syndrome will need glasses by the time they enter preschool? I did not know that. But did you know that 100% of the hosts on this podcast need glasses too? That I knew. But what I didn't realize is that children with Down syndrome and other disabilities have a hard time finding glasses that actually fit them. I have that problem with my pants. Me too, but our friend Maria Delapino, proud mother of daughter Erin with Down syndrome and a professional with more than 30 years of experience in the vision industry, created a solution for children and adults with unique facial features to get the glasses they need. They're called Erin's World Frames, available through Maria's company, Specs for Us. Specs for Us mission is to improve the sight and quality of life for children and adults with special needs by providing custom frames. 
Erin's World's frames are now available in a variety of sizes and colors, Patty, and you can purchase them at eye care professional offices throughout the United States and in 28 countries. Woo! For more information, call Specs for Us at 1-800-586-1885 or visit specs4us.com for helpful information. That's specs4us.com. That's great. Does Specs for Us help with pants that don't fit? Sorry, Patty. You're on your own with that. And we are back for think, yet another segment. I think that was great. We kind of went through Patty's closet a little bit while we were gone. And yes, and nothing makes me feel Patty. good. Patty... Patty did bring some joy at her leopard skin clothing. <laughs> just kidding. We don't wear leopard skin. Not that there's anything wrong with leopard skin. Uh, just not our thing. But that's the other thing. My kids love camouflage. I don't know if they... They just love, like, camouflage sneakers, camouflage patterns. It's like, you know, I don't know if it's because I'm nagging them all, all the time in the house. They think they won't be seen. <laughs> but anyway, I made a promise when we came back. I did remember that. So you don't have to shock me. I have to say, you haven't shocked me other than a couple of times. Where, where's that calling? I don't know. Anyway, so we were talking about clothing and, you know, how it evokes feelings. And I don't know if we talked about this. You know, I have a great segue to this as far as what our kids do and whatever Mm but one of the things I remember when the kids were in school and we used to joke we talked about this in our book shut up about your perfect kid available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com yes anyway and all fine bookstores yes and um, our kids uh, we used to get we have a whole section in the book and in our speaking that we do about school calls and how no good can ever come from a school Mm -hmm. call and often I would get a call from a school nurse and I remember one day I got this call from the nurse and she said Mrs. Gallagher have you seen what your daughter is wearing and I remember thinking probably that morning my daughter passed me about 17 times and I said the only thing I could say no what's she wearing <laughs> she said well they her shirt them approach. was a little you know revealing or whatever this was my older daughter who you know, wasn't like that. Right. And uh, it made me feel terrible. Like, like I was... Bad mother. Yeah, Bad mother. like I was walking around like, I don't know, Barbie Benton, I don't know, <laughs> Farrah Fawcett in the 1970s. <laughs> it's not like I'm... A, it's not like I'm so endowed that More I'm like bearing, Edith. I'm bearing cleavage Edith or whatever. Edith all in the family. Yeah, it's like, you know, and, and, and then I got, you know, so I got one daughter now... Her, her cleavage is always showing. The other one's wearing low-rise jeans, and her butt crack is always showing. Well, so Mike calls They get both ends covered. Mike calls them Count Crackula <laughs> and Count Boobula. <laughs> he is funny. We should have him on the... Oh, that's right. He won't come. No. Oh, oh I just didn't complete a thought. You caught that one, huh? <laughs> anyway, um, so we're talking about clothing and whatever and what people wear. And I have a news story that I think just underscores this point. Before you get to that, I did want to share a little story when you're talking about school calls and di- different different spin on it. But when um, my son Mikey was in, he was in elementary school, kindergarten, they had Grandparents Day. Yeah. And so he invited his paternal grandfather to come. And I had picked out a collared shirt for him, so he looked very nice, because I knew there were going to be people, a lot of people there, and they were going to take pictures. So I had it all picked out. 
So fast forward about a month and they had open house and I go there and they had all these pictures of the kids yeah. and different I look there and he's wearing some ratty t shirt. <laughs> it changed. Oh, that's so Kindergarten, funny. what a sneak. Well, a friend of mine used to volunteer at the um, middle school dances in her town. Mm -hmm. And she would be like, these girls would come in like Laura Ingalls, you know, like with <laughs> these high-collar Victorian blouses. She said then they'd go in the bathroom and they would just totally change. Transform. Skimpy outfits. And I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway, so skimpy outfits. I can't say, if I own a skimpy outfit, it's just because it doesn't fit me. Yeah, exactly. It's not intended be skimpy and anyway um this woman apparently this news story i got from the huffington post but um here's the headline woman wearing see-through top kicked off plane for disruptive behavior okay see-through top no I, I i'm not gonna was she doing anything well i'm not gonna lie i do have some clothing white the whites i'm big on summer whites and sometimes <laughs> you can see through so i'm like you know you can sometimes see someone's bra through but it's not like they're sue ellen mishki yeah sue ellen mishki from seinfeld that used to like you know just you wear her bra under her blazer yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway um but I have to say, I don't really have any um, skimpy clothing, but apparently this woman, she was kicked off for her behavior, but it was a result, her behavior was a result of what she was wearing. Apparently, she was, the passengers were complaining about her revealing outfit. Let me guess, all women. Well, but her outfit, her nipples were showing. <laughs> oh. So they Yeah, kindly, that would be a female complaint. They kindly asked her to change and Wait, she's she, on a plane. Where's she supposed to well, change? Well, no, they had something for her to change into. I don't know, maybe a Delta blanket. Like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and she got very disruptive about it. Oh. Well, I guess the airline must have... Was there alcohol have, involved? I don't know, but the, the airline must have tops or something. Now, if you're on Spirit, they probably <laughs> charge you $600 for that top. Speaking of Spirit... I feel like we're always ragging on spirit. I don't mean to do that. But here's another story going with the airline theme in the news. Strange odor affects yet another Spirit Airlines flight. Hmm. A flight was forced to turn around and land back in Atlantic City, New Jersey, due to the presence of an unusual odor. An entity. Apparently, this isn't the first time that something like this happened at Spirit Airlines. Does the pilot have BO or something? Well, you know, I'm looking at Spirit. They're they're kind of an, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Cheap? No, well, I, I was going to say, like, entrepreneurial-minded. They see opportunities. So yes. <laughs> I can see them coming out with, you know, selling cans of Febreze for like... <laughs> $300. <laughs> oh. And masks? Masks, yeah, masks, right. And it's funny, just a funny spirit story. The first time we flew spirit, we were excited because at that time we were traveling a lot and we didn't have um, TSA pre-check. We rarely got it. Mm -hmm. And on this particular flight, we were flying with spirit. We got oh, right. it, and we were all excited. We go to Logan Airport in Boston, a very busy airport, and the Spirit Terminal in Logan Airport is like a corner of the room. And we, they didn't even have free check, right? Like no, they didn't. We were like treated just like everybody else. Anyway, uh, enough about Spirit. I think we can probably cross them off our advertising list. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but we're going for the cheese sponsor. Which is, which is just as well, Patty, because I don't know if I want to... You know, it's bad enough we have to deal with the recliners that we talked about, but if you've got a smelly person that's reclining or a smelly odor, it might not rough. even be a person that caused this. You know, maybe, I don't know. An entity. Right, an entity of itself. So that's that order. That, uh, here's something that struck me as interesting, although, you know, there's always... There the are rare, rare, uh, rarely... Uh, only a few good ideas out there in this world. Everyone just copies everybody's idea. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, sometimes you don't even copy things. Do you think people will ever copy this podcast? Uh, probably not. Yeah, that's I don't what think I'm thinking with, too. With 22 people, there's a big incentive. <laughs> anyway, oh look, we got a 21, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, I remember one time, I'm a copywriter with my day job, and that means that um, I write ads and brochures and websites, and often I have to come up with, an idea headlines yeah an idea and one day i was working and i came up with this brilliant idea for a product that you know isn't all that exciting but the idea was really fun and fast forward the next day i'm driving on a highway and i look up on the billboard here's my you idea. lifted it i did but not you not consciously it. i never turned it into the client Thank God, because they would have thought that would I was be a embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, I think you could subconsciously. That's yeah. why I purposely like to stay uninformed. <laughs> well, look at look at all these movies, remakes, TV shows. Yeah, it's everything's all, all, all right. So that's a perfect segue, not the scooter, into mm-hmm. my next family story. Uh, story. This one, the headline is "Family Happier Than Ever: Living in Bus, Traveling U.S. After Leaving Corporate America." This oh, family come apparently... Come on, get happy. Exactly. It's a school bus. It's not even like it's an RV or whatever. It's a school bus. They're living in a school bus. That's and been done before. Who did that, Patty? That would be the Partridge the family. The Partridge family. And I have to say, I'm looking at this bus, and we can't show it to our uh, listening audience, but it's actually just a blue bus, blue and white bus. Now, the Partridge family, that bus that was, was colorful. That was funky. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. There was another show the kids used to watch years and years ago, the wild thornberries, and they were going through the oh, family. They mm-hmm. were exploring mm-hmm. with a bus in Africa. So, you know, it's not been done before. But I actually like the premise of this. They wanted to get off their phones and get, and become disconnected. And, oh, I like that idea. You know, and, it, and that's a great thing. So And I'm, and there's a family that they're not going to grow horns. Right. Those kids will not have horns. Horns from the overuse of the cell, of the cell phone phones. that we talked about last week. But you know, it made me think, Patty, maybe we should take the podcast on the road. I like that idea. You know? I like that idea. I like to drive. Maybe we should get a bus. Uh, Maybe we should... Is Shirley Partridge still alive? Hmm, That's a good question. We'll ask our intern. (laughs) 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 Details. If not, maybe we could ask Shirley. You had a big David Cassidy crush when you were younger, so maybe you can ask him. No, he... I think he might have no, passed No, he's, he's passed on. Yeah, that's too bad. But anyway, um, so this family's doing this. But, you know, again, only been done before mm-hmm. but i like that idea of 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 breaking free and you know getting away getting out of the studio patty and so maybe we need to we need to go remote although we did do one podcast in season one we did we, we, were, we did it from the bahamas yes we did yeah that was good let's go to the bahamas and do that i, I what think do you doing now no, I, i'll book the flight All right. not on spirit right in our last one this had this story it just struck me as a little fighting, uh, funny. Saxophone playing dad serenades cows by the roadside. Hmm. 
Yeah. And do the cows, are the cows happy by this? I don't know. About this? The Huffington Post said the internet is over the moon for an Oregon dad who's gone viral for serenading a herd of cows with some sweet saxophone joy. Do you think he's using them for cheese? I don't know. But it made me think, you always joke that you play the spoons. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe you should take the spoons and take it on the road. Them. Yeah, take so it on the anyway, road. Go that, visit some cows. That's what I have in the news segment. Do you have anything that struck you in the news this week? Um, I can't say I watched the news. Okay. Read All the right. news. Okay. We'll we'll get the intern on that. Yeah. Anyway, so that no, actually, the one story I was going to talk about was the airline. Yeah. You know, there's you a know. lot of airline stuff. Um, we you, we're going to get we're going to have our intern uh, round up a flight attendant yes we would love if anybody any 22 of you out there if one of you happens to be a flight attendant or plays one on tv love we would love to interview you and hear some of your stories because we've got some and we would love to dish with you right about and your we, experience and we are one of the things we talked about and i can't remember if we talked about it on air or off air um, which gets confusing sometimes, you know. Uh-huh. You probably want to be confiding me. Or were we consulting on the golf course? Right. Well, you, if you confide in me something, like say you have a deep secret, you you might want to just say, Gina, you know, don't share this. Or, Put it know. in the vault. It's, it's it's hard to, to, to manage these two parts of our lives. It, the, it's, we, we don't know podcast reality. Podcast life. Pod the, reality. Exactly. From... But anyway, one of the things we talked about in some capacity was having a team of guest experts that we could bring into the studio. I believe or, we talked about that in segment one. Did we? Of this podcast. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Again, oh, you just have memory. Me again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we we talked about having. And I'm the one who only the only thing I retain is water. That's so true. for me to You're remember very good that. At that. Anyway, so. We talk about the experts, so we're building our team of experts. If you have, those of you who are listening at home or in the car or in the shower, where else can you listen to a podcast? Pretty much anywhere, anywhere, right? In the gym. If you have a particular expertise in a subject, we would love to add you to our team of experts. And you don't necessarily have to come into the studio because we're getting a bus and we'll come out there. Yeah. If you happen to, you know, if you know, if you're very knowledgeable about cheese, we would love to interview you for that. Right. Or, uh, but if you come aboard our bus, we do have a dress code. We ask that you please don't wear anything where your nipples will be showing. <laughs> and you have to wear clothes that make you happy. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So I think we should come back, take a break. Um, we'll go back to your closet. See what we find in there. Okay, see what brings me joy. Maybe you have some alcohol stash in the back. One can only hope. We'll be back. Has your ship carrying your dream of perfect children sailed? Or is in the case of us, has it sunk completely? As Imperfect Authors and Sisters, we invite you to join us for a life-changing imperfect parenting journey in our book, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, a survival guide for ordinary parents of special children. You'll learn how to let go of parental expectations and love the reality. And get proven and practical advice from other imperfect parents living in the trenches. Best of all, our book is easy to read. With pictures. To get your copy of Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, visit barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. So being in the imperfection business, we forgot one very important detail. Gina? 
where the bathroom is? Oh, no. We forgot to tell you how you can connect with us. We're all putting a challenge out there. Get to 27 followers. And we didn't even tell people how they could find that us. That was really wrong So the podcast is available on Podbean. It's available on iTunes. Um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I don't know if it's still on SoundCloud. Oh. But definitely iTunes. Um, and uh, you can also connect with us on our Facebook page. It's Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, the one with 860-something thousand followers. You can visit our website at shutupabout.com if you want to share, share with us some ideas for the podcast or feedback. And If you want to book us for speaking, we're, yes. we're very open to that, too. Getting out of the house. And we also um, would like, if you're interested in our book, Patty, did we tell them we wrote a book? I, I think we should. Yes, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. And you can uh, purchase that book at all the major book retailers online. And um, that's it. I think we can really go this time. I think we can. So we will catch you next time. We are Gina and Patty from the Imperfection Connection. I said that incorrectly. We are Gina and Patty from the Imperfection Connection. Take care now. Bye-bye.